This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We're going to play a little game in this episode, boys. It's called From the Ceiling to the Floor. Okay. Do you want to take any guesses on how you play it? You guess if someone's going to be to the ceiling or to the floor? I don't know. We're going to look at each team in the AFC, <laughs> ah. and we're going to get say what their ceiling is and how they can reach that or what their floor could be and Why what would have to happen? go wrong for yeah. them to get to that point. So we're going to start, I think, at the top and just work our way down. And the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending two-time AFC champions, winning the Super Bowl back in 2019, losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020, trying to make it to their third straight Super Bowl and win their second Super Bowl in three seasons. I think clearly the ceiling for the Chiefs is to win that Super Bowl. And as long as they can stay healthy, they can certainly reach that ceiling. I, I would guess that the main thing that would be holding them back is that line has some changeover on it now, some big veterans that have been moved on from. So you have a little bit of a question mark there, especially when you saw how Tampa Bay just ran all over them right. in the Super Bowl. But if you are confident enough to move on from guys like Fisher and Schwartz that you have Who so are still much, out there. Yeah, and that you uh, are so confident to move on from them, Maybe you know something that we don't know, and this is a guy that was so confident in Andy Reid moving on from Alex Smith for a guy named Patrick Mahomes. He knew something that a lot of us didn't know back then as well. Hmm. So maybe give him the benefit of that out there, but yeah, I'd say that's the only thing really holding them back from reaching their ceiling, but it's no question that the ceiling is winning the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, I don't know how they could shoot for anything else other than that, right? I mean, that's that has to be their ceiling. Um, they're, and it's, they're that type of team. I mean, like we've talked about so many times, and I'm sure if we were doing this for the NFC too, it would be the same thing for the Bucks. You know, we talked about, um, you know, would we be shocked at all if the Super Bowl next year is the Bucks and the Chiefs? No, absolutely not. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm -hmm. Hell, there's people that are placing bets on that right now. Already, that yeah. Think it's a, a for sure thing, and and it might be as close of a sure thing as you can get when you bet on something like that. But yeah, when you look at the Chiefs, um, you know, I when you look at even their floor, I know we're not there yet. But it just ran across my mind. Like, what would their floor be? Making the playoffs and losing That's the first I round? Think, no, I think losing the Super Bowl is their floor. Is what well, they look at as well, their floor. That's what floor. they look at. But the, realistically, even I mean, if I think their floor is just making the playoffs, because even if I think you have an injury to Mahomes decently long term, it could derail the whole season. But I still absolutely. think they're a pretty good team that they would still make the playoffs potentially without them. We're, we're so. keeping the one through seven format, right? That yeah, that, that wasn't a one-time thing. So I think the floor for them is anything below that one number one overall seed. I think if they don't end up as the best team coming out of the AFC, just in terms of the start of the playoffs, they'll. I think everyone, not just them, because I said the the Chiefs would look at their floor as losing the Super Bowl. But I think a realistic floor for them is not getting that number one seed. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that they're such a dominant team that. Even if things went completely sideways on them and they got bit by the injury bug, they would still be a firmly entrenched playoff team and possibly still winning that division. So I don't think there's any questions or mysteries there. The Buffalo Bills, I feel like they have the same exact ceiling. They finished in second last yeah. year, 13-3. and three. They're really on the ascension the past couple of seasons. But, yeah, I think that their ceiling is certainly getting to the Super Bowl at least. I'll put it there instead of – with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl for them, I would say their ceiling is getting to the Super Bowl for the Bills. You know, you keep making that step forward and forward. You you made the playoffs and you got to come back on by Deshaun Watson two years ago. 
Then last year you make the playoffs and you win two playoff games and you find yourself in the AFC Championship game now. You take that next step this year and get to that Super Bowl. I'd say the only thing holding them back as far as their ceiling is concerned might be that lack of a running game that they really didn't put much into even in this draft. However, Josh Allen makes up for that in his own right. You just don't know how much longer you can consistently count on him making up for a lack of a running game because he's also making up for all of your passing game. It's a lot of pressure to put on him. But yeah, other than that, this is a team that I think, I don't know if there is a team in the AFC that's in the Chiefs class, but this is certainly the one that's the closest. Right. I mean, as we said, the the, the ceiling for the Chiefs is, you know, uh, it's, it's Super Bowl or bust, I guess, but for the Bills, I mean, I think it's pretty much the same way in their mind. I mean, I think it it's in a lot of people's mind. It's a lot of people nationally um, in their mind is that when you look at the Bills, I mean, they're one of the best teams in the AFC and, you know, uh, give them, uh, you know, play the Chiefs 10 times. How many games would they win? I don't know if they'd be on the right side of five, but at the same time, I think they could get the Chiefs a handful of times. And if that's your AFC championship, you know, come whenever it is, as we sit here in June, um, that wouldn't surprise me at all if the Bills ended up beating them because they are a good football team. And um, I think that, you know, is probably I, I would say that the, the Super Bowl is their ceiling. But I don't know if that's necessarily realistic when the Chiefs are are what they are. And when Pat Mahomes is still playing is, you know, as well as he has mm-hmm. um, and as well as, you know, he did last year, too. But I mean, I, I think their ceiling is at least the divisional round at the very least, or even the, uh, the AFC championship game again. I, I mean, I know that there's some, you know, when we get to the, the, the Colts and there's a couple other teams that make it a little bit more difficult. Now there's, you know, a little more firepower coming into the AFC just a little bit, but at the same time, I mean, as we sit right now, I still think they're probably the second best team in, in the AFC. Although, as I said before, it's a lot closer than it was, you know, three, four months ago. I honestly think that the stealing, like, this is, like, the perfect scenario. That's what we had to consider. I think their absolute potential is them going to the Super Bowl. I think if they reach the AFC Championship game, again, no one's going to be shocked, If especially if it's one the one-seed Chiefs, the two-seed Bills, and we'll get a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. But I think in terms of potential reaching that ceiling, it has to be the Super Bowl for them. Uh, I don't know many NFL franchises that have a good quarterback coach, especially at his young age of Josh Allen, who are going to be just kind of okay with making it again to an AC championship game and coming away empty handed. Right. We we talk about so many times or so often teams that are so quick to quit on a head coach or quick to 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 quit on a quarterback and I'm not saying that the window is closing for Josh Allen, but I think people in Buffalo are going to get a little antsy if they can't get over that Kansas City hill that stands in their way. The team that finished in third place last year was your Pittsburgh Steelers at 12 and 4, 11 and 0 start, turned to a 12 and 4 record as they went 1 and 4 down the stretch and then of course lost to the Cleveland Browns in the playoff game. The ceiling for the Steelers this year I think is one playoff win. I don't see how they could really string together more than just one. Uh, I think that if all things go well and that line is able to be serviceable and Najee Harris stays healthy and the defense for the most part stays healthy and Ben Roethlisberger doesn't fall off a cliff too much, they certainly can still snag themselves a playoff spot. I just don't know if they can get a couple of playoff wins strung together. I think that their absolute max is getting into that wild card round, winning that wild card round, and then 
bowing out in the very next round that they play. He, uh, yeah, I I don't really see much else of the ceiling there either. Hell, mm-hmm. I uh, personally I think the ceiling might be just getting to the playoffs for the Steelers. You can say I kind of agree. Yeah. I kind of agree with Kellen. As rough as that is to say, and I know that's not the standard that the Steelers have set for themselves over the last X amount of years, but unfortunately, I think that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Um, you know, it would it would it be great if you make it and you win a playoff game? Absolutely. Um, would it be more than what I you know I'm expecting? Sure. Um, it'd be a nice, pleasant surprise, and anything can happen when you get there as long as you have a chip to the table. It's like at the casino; as long as you got a chip, you got a chance. And um, you know, I don't think that it's going to happen. Um, personally, I think their ceiling is making the playoffs and losing in the first round. There's just too much talent going around in the AFC. Um, there's too many you know, teams that are ascending while you're kind of descending or at the very least staying the same. I, I don't see them, you know, I don't, I think their ceiling is making the playoffs, Tom. Uh, I'm, although I don't think you're far off by saying their ceiling is winning a playoff game. There's really, at the end of the day, there's not a ton of difference mm-hmm. there. When you look at it realistically, we've talked about how the Browns or the Ravens are going to be the favorite to win that division. So the Steelers are going to have to go on the road if they do make it. And if they do make it, you can assume that whoever doesn't win the division, the Ravens or the Browns, the next team is still going to be the higher team in the playoff standings, and the Pittsburgh Steelers would be the third team coming out of the AFC North, not just the second. So you would be playing as the Steelers, maybe as the sixth or seventh seed, so you'd be playing one of the two best teams that isn't the number one overall seed. So you're going to be on the road facing a top two or top three team in the AFC, and that's not going to be easy for you. So I think that's why I think Kellen's logic makes the most sense. I think you got to say logistically getting there is going to be the ceiling because if you map out how they get there, it's not going to be an easy playoff win if they get there. Now, when you look at this team's floor, now that's something where I think the bottom can completely fall out from underneath them. And, and, I mean, that's and I do, when you look scary. at the floor, I do want to say, like, scary. In, in, in the context of the game, we should probably say no injuries happened for the floor. Right. This is right, just right, what right. they could definitely. But even if they are a healthy team and say that line doesn't click or Ben just doesn't really have it anymore or Najee, you know, doesn't hit the ground running as a rookie and takes a little bit of time to get his feet wet. I mean, now you're looking at a team that, Although they have the talent that they're not going to completely bottom out, I think the floor could be something like six wins, where they mm-hmm. could go six and eleven, and that would be completely nightmare and catastrophic. And you'd be bad, but not even bad enough to probably be close to the top ten as far yeah. as picking. You'd probably be number thirteen or fourteen in that range in the draft. But still, I think that if you think if everything were to go completely south, you could have a six-win football team. Yeah, I mean, you could. I think, you know, I think that's a fair point to to talk about their floor. Um, When you look at it, I think that's realistic. And, again, I was going to say there when you were talking about it that, um, you know, if an injury happens, it's an oblique moment, and then all of a sudden, you know, if it happens to the wrong position um, or the wrong position group, you're really um, in a big hole. Um, And that realistically could happen. But at the same time, I could see a scenario in which it doesn't take an injury for it to go like that, you know. Maybe Ben, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but maybe Ben's really bad. You know, maybe uh, Father Time really yeah. catches up to him, and it's it's only it only took, a, you know, seven months for, for Father Time to catch up to Ben. It really could happen. Maybe this offense just flat out doesn't work with the Matt Canada style and, and the ground and pound type thing. Maybe the defense isn't as good as it used to be. You know, that that's a fair 
um, question mark too. Uh, I could see that exact same thing, Tom. Like being around 500, couple games below. I mean, I know there is no 500 this year, but being you know flirting around eight, nine wins, and maybe being a couple below there if you don't get a couple bounces to go your way. And that's the worst place to be in. Like we've talked about, you know, finishing 500, being around 500 is one of the worst things when you're kind of in, in the way of rebuilding, you're getting closer to rebuilding because you're not going to have a great draft pick, you know, and on top of that, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a tough place to be in, but man, it wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, surprise me. It wouldn't shock me if the Steelers, you know, six, seven wins, out you know, like I, that, I, I, it really wouldn't. I mean, because of the fact that, there's a realistic shot that this really could bottom out and it could be, you know, uh, what everybody's so excited about with Ben being, um, you know, coming back for one more year. And, and there's reason to be excited, but man, it could be uh, that last year that everyone was excited about could be up in flames very quickly. If a couple of things don't go their way. The fourth seed last year was the Tennessee Titans. They went 11 and five. They were your, AFC South champions, they made the biggest noise of the offseason so far as they have traded for Julio Jones, uh, really not giving up much for him either. So you add Julio Jones onto a team that has made the playoffs the past two seasons and has been to an AFC championship game within the past two seasons, and that's where I think their ceiling is right now is that the AFC championship game. Uh, I don't know if they're ready to take that next leap over either the, the Bills the Chiefs, or even maybe a Browns or Ravens, who we're going to get to in a little bit, to get to that Super Bowl just yet. But adding Julio Jones clearly makes them such a, a formidable po- a foe. Uh, I think the expectation, we're not playing that game, but the expectation should probably be to win the division. And I think that their absolute ceiling would be getting to that AFC championship game for the second time in three years. Yeah, um, and again, I, you mentioned it, and I mentioned it when we talked about um, the Chiefs and, and the Bills is that there's more talent coming into the AFC. Um, and again, does that you know does that mean that all the talent on paper, dream teams don't win win, win championships? We've seen that. Um, but at the same time, when you know when you look at all the talent that they have and how their offense is going to work and uh, how it has worked, and then oh by the way, you add maybe one of the best receivers ever, if not the best that at least that us three have seen in our lifetime. Sure. Uh, it's a very it's a very big possibility that he might be. Um, when you add all that together, and, you know, not a bad quarterback, by the way. I mean, you know, everyone's kind of down on Tannehill. I've seen a lot of people be down on him. But as long as he takes care of the football, which he's done since he's got there to Tennessee, he's played really, really well, they're going to be a tough football team. And their defense wasn't atrocious last year. It wasn't great, but they were opportunistic. Uh, they took the ball away well last year. And, um you know, they do that again. Uh, I mean, if their defense is just fine, it's just average, they're going to win a lot of football games. And I don't know where their floor is because, you know, or where their ceiling is, I should say. I mean, I, I suppose, you know, adding Julio Jones makes you um, at least a division around, you know, maybe your ceiling's the AFC championship game. But again, uh, the thing we keep talking about is the fact that there's big, bad Kansas City on the other end of that. And I know sure. some things could really go wrong drastically, you know, an injury to Mahomes or whatever it might be. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, it's tough when you have that. That's a daunting task to, you know, to do that. But then again, with all the talent, like I said, that they have and the way their offense works, it, it wouldn't be crazy to see them, you know, go to the AFC championship game. Or it, I, I could see a scenario where they make it to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that's likely, but I think an AFC championship appearance, mm-hmm. you know, is in the cards for them. Yeah, I mean, I think they'd be considered like a Cinderella team if they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Except for the fact that, I think 
a, a realistic ceiling is the AFC Championship game just because we've seen them do it uh, just two years ago, and it wasn't uh, a bad effort that they made last year. They just had a revenge game against the, the Ravens in week one, and the Ravens were obviously hungry, and Lamar Jackson specifically was hungry. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they would have liked to have actually won a playoff game last year, but there's no reason to believe that they can't do that this year, that with adding Julio Jones to the picture, that offense is going to be far more dynamic than it already was the year before with the 2,000-yard rusher and Derrick Henry. Uh, so I think it's very likely to to believe that they can make it, make it all the way to the AFC Championship game, assuming the Kansas City Chiefs or Buffalo Bills are the team uh, to get the number one overall seed. Yeah, it's not inconceivable that this, that this team can win at least two playoff games uh, next year. I think the floor on the on the opposite side is not winning the division, uh, getting a little, I think, be, being a little too reliant on your star players, on Julio and Derrick Henry. If one of those guys goes down, that becomes, once again, a one-dimensional offense. And as Kellen pointed out last year, or about them last year, you know, they were a good they did a good job of taking the ball away, but overall, I, they weren't a great defense, and they just lost to Davian Clowney. So I think this, the the floor for them is probably a lower seed, as as in you know they're not going to get one through four, maybe the five or six seed, and another first round exit for them. Yeah, I think the floor. I, I could see them going eight and nine, maybe, and just being on the outside looking into the playoffs, and it would mainly for me be that defense letting them down mm. if they were to reach a floor like that and uh, miss the playoffs. Yeah, I I guess that's the floor, but I really don't. I, I don't yeah, see that. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You know no, I mean? Yeah, but I think, I, that, I think a realistic floor in it, like a, a, a scenario is that they don't win the division. They just come in second, yeah. and they're forced to play on the road in the first round. Yeah, or they're a wild, they're a wild card team, right. obviously. I yeah. think you know I think that's the floor, and that's just based off the talent they have. Sure. I know that that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but when you have that much talent, you really should be in a play. You know, you should mm-hmm. win at least a, a playoff game or two. Um, if you don't get there, if you don't get there, A or B, if you don't win a playoff game, bringing in all the talent and, and bringing mm-hmm. in Julio Jones was all for naught. All for naught, yeah. I think the next team on the list, the Baltimore Ravens, who finished in fifth place, snagging the number one wild card last year. I think they're really in the same boat as the Tennessee Titans as far as I'm concerned. I think their ceiling could be to get to that AFC Championship game, and I think their floor could be to be, you know, one of the bottom wildcard teams to maybe even missing the playoffs if things kind of fall completely the wrong way for them. Because I still don't think that they have the most formidable receiving core. And although, no, Lam- certainly not. although Lamar Jackson is the best athlete on the field every single time he steps on the football field, there's still legitimate questions as far as him as a passer is concerned. And although he got in kind of a rock fight with the Bills, and that's kind of a game that might have suit him in the playoffs last year, he still made the big mistake, the interception mm-hmm. that Buffalo took all the way to the house mm-hmm. and really, really changed the entire game there uh, as the Ravens were trying to pull off the upset in Buffalo. So I, I think there's still a lot of questions with this team where, yeah, they're probably in a better spot than the Steelers are right now. And I know you hate to hear that, Steelers Nations, the big, bad Baltimore Ravens. But... They just feel like they are. I feel like they could get to that Final Four stage, but I just don't know if they have the complete team yet, and I don't know if Lamar Jackson's ready to take that step towards the Super Bowl, getting past the Chiefs, getting past the Bills, even maybe getting past a team like the Titans. Yeah, and when you look at the Ravens, like we, we talked about with Bob Lavariola last week, 
you can't ever count them out, right? I mean, yeah. they're always a good football team. They're always going to uh, compete, and they're probably going to be in the playoffs, you know. But um, I think their ceiling is, you know, sort of, um, you know, divisional, maybe an AFC championship game. You could see them getting there, you know what I mean? I if, think always, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, but I don't see them getting any higher than that. I think a ceiling is realistic, you know, divisional, getting, you know, maybe to the AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. I think that's realistic, but as you said, Tom, am I ready to uh, – Lamar Jackson's great, don't get me wrong, and he's, you know, I, I enjoy watching him play the game and – He's good for the game. Um, he's good for the game, no doubt. And, and he brings a, a different element that quarter we haven't seen a quarterback have in a really long time, um, at least a good one for a consistent time. But um, he, you know, when you have him, you always have a chance. And, and I think that's, I think that's fair. Um, but at the same time, I don't see him ascending to a level. I know he has an MVP to his credit already, but it doesn't, I don't know. I don't see them, you know, being a Super Bowl caliber team right now. Uh, I just don't. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but at the same time, I don't think any of us sitting here see that. I think they're a competitive team. I think they're a good football team. They'll be a playoff team, but they're not that caliber good. Yeah, I think they have the potential to maybe make a little run in the AFC playoff field, not necessarily deep enough to make it to the playoffs. And I think uh, that comes with maybe Lamar Jackson people kind of figuring him out a little bit more. I mean, the more, excuse me, some guy is around, the more likely offenses or defenses are able to scheme around that one player. And as we've laid out, you know, the Ravens have really no solid wide receiver options. Sure, they just drafted Rashad Bateman, but Rashad Bateman wasn't coming out with the hype that the the, the three guys at the top of the draft were in Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, and and Devontae Smith, there's a reason Rajat Bateman was left out of that conversation and he wasn't taken within the top 10. So I don't think Rashad Bateman could be good, but I don't think he's going to be enough. I mean, he's certainly not the Julio Jones edition that the Tennessee Titans got at wide receiver. So I think a realistic ceiling is another Tennessee Titans-esque ceiling where they make a little bit of a deep playoff run, kind of unexpected, kind of Cinderella-esque. They can make it to the AFC Championship game, but... I don't think they're good enough maybe to win enough playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. Ceiling-wise, I think it's similar to the Tennessee Titans once more where it's the Browns who win the the division and the Ravens kind of have to just settle for the wild card. Maybe you could see them. I don't know. Do you guys see them going 8-9, I think. Yeah, not, that's why I thought the Ravens could be just like the Titans. In that but I think I, for some reason I just have more faith in the Ravens as an organization I know we were very high on Ryan Tannehill and Mike Vrabel as the coaching combination and quarterback combination there, but John Harbaugh has been around for a long time. I think if you want to compare guys, I have more faith in John Harbaugh leading a team than I do Mike Vrabel right now. Now this next team I think is the most up and down in my mind. I have the Cleveland Browns, who were the second wild card last year, the number six seed in the AFC. I think their ceiling is the Super Bowl. I think that they can get to the Super Bowl. I think that they have the talent on the roster to break through. On the other side of that coin, though, I think their floor could be somewhere around like the Steelers at a six and eleven or maybe a seven and ten team where they kind of rest on their laurels a little bit. Labs kind of was saying that to us last week at minicamp yeah. where they finally break through. Be Is it kind of like pat yourself on the back? Yeah. We won a playoff game against Big Brother, like you said, Kellen. Yeah. And now you kinda are playing on your heels a little bit more as opposed to last year when you were getting that effort attitude, you know, shoving it in everybody's faces, proving the world wrong. Now it's the world. You prove the world wrong. 
now the world expects a lot out of you. What do you respond that way? But I, I think ceiling wise, yeah, I've been saying all along that I think they're my favorite to win the AFC North right now as it stands. And, you know, I, I think although the Titans and the Ravens in their own unique ways are really good football teams, I think the Browns have a roster on both sides of the ball now that can get to that level that Buffalo is at and can really knock on the door of what Kansas City is at. And you saw a Cleveland Browns team go into Kansas City last year in the playoff game after Pittsburgh yeah. and really put up a great fight. I mean, that's a really gritty, tough football team that plays tough for their coach, Stefanski. So, right. you know, I, I think that there's a lot of perfect storm kind of things happening in Cleveland. I think their defensive additions this year, although they were big named, I think they're going to pan out for them and they spent some money on that defense and I think it's it's going to be well worth it yeah I think this is a team that ceiling could certainly be playing in that Super Bowl yeah uh, I mean it it kind of pains you to say it although I I know although I don't know I've never been as anti Browns as a lot of Steeler fans are I don't know why but maybe it's because of the fact that the Steelers have beaten up on them for so many years and now all of a sudden it's coming back around Um, but at the same time when you look at you know, when you look at them and you look at how talented they are from top to bottom and they've only gotten better at in Clowney and all the offseason stuff that they've done. Uh, and, and I mean, when you look at them, I, I think their ceiling is a Super Bowl, a, a Super Bowl appearance at the very least. Um, you know, an AFC championship, I think, is something that I could really, really see happening for the Browns. And, you know, it's so crazy that it's come, you know, it's taken this long. Um, but at the same time, as you mentioned, Tom, this the floor really could be, you know, maybe sneaking into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like they very well could. Um, but, at the, you know, I could see them missing it too because, like you said, you know, you beat Big Brother. It's such an emotional high of a season. Um, you you know, you haven't been in that position for however many years. Um, but, you know, the, I, I just, to me, I don't see that happening, though. I don't see them doing that because of the fact that, you know, they have so much talent. And I know, again, talent doesn't necessarily do anything. It's the product on the field that matters. But, you look at the Browns. It's crazy, but they're probably a super, they're a Super Bowl contender, man. They're they're absolutely the favorite to win the AFC North. So that tells you they're at least going to have a home, at least one home playoff game. And you know, uh, most of the time, I or I shouldn't say most of the time, but I think they're going to be a top two or three seed. So again, they're going to have the advantage there, and uh, it's. It's unbelievable, but that's where we are. <laughs> you don't you know? want to believe it. You I know, really don't, but no. that, that's where we are, and it's it's amazing that you know it's taken this long, but at the same time, uh, the rebuild. I mean, this is a it's taken t- is kind of a little different. It's it's uh, the rebuild took what twenty years, mm-hmm. but the rebuild has finally happened, and they are a legitimate you know Super Bowl contender. Uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's troubling to say, but I do think the ceiling for them should be the Super Bowl. In terms of a floor, though, I do think it's maybe the reverse fortune of the Baltimore Ravens, where it's the Ravens who get who get the crown this year, and and it's Cleveland looking up at another road playoff game, and maybe it's not going to be such a familiar face as the as the Pittsburgh Steelers wore it for the Browns in the last postseason appearance, and maybe it's a unfortunate early round exit early first round exit for the Browns I think anything below that is going to be a huge disappointment for this team well we got a lot more teams to get through too I didn't want to go all the way down to the minutiae of the Bengals and the Texans and that whole Michigosh but I did want to get to the fringe playoff teams we didn't even finish all the playoff teams is the Colts 
we're still a team that we did not get mm-hmm. to. So on an episode later this week, we will definitely finish off the AFC when it comes to their ceiling and their floor. But that's going to do it for this episode tonight. Thanks, as always, to you guys for listening. Thanks to Jacob Recht and Kellen Gursky. I'm Tom Opferman. Make sure you check out all of our work at Steelers.com. Just look for Steelers Standard on the podcast page, and we'll talk to you next time.